Welcome to Direcast. These mammoths are free range, you know. Here on Direcast, our group of six raging berserkers play different RPGs, bringing you a new game and system every few weeks. However, this week we are only three, hence why Lukey's sounding a bit different. Hello. This week <laughs> we're playing Iron Sworn. Iron Sworn is a fantasy based, uh, Viking based fantasy game, which is a lot of fun. Uh, my name's Peter, and uh, the question for this week is, what is the best thing made of iron that you own or have seen? <laughs> Thank you for that clarification. My 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 best thing made of iron is uh, those cannons on Edinburgh Castle. I'm pretty sure they're cast iron. They better... Mons Meg. Mon... Like, yeah. The answer is Mons Meg. Yeah, because they, they fire... Fair. They fire on the... Uh, I don't know if it... No, 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 on the hour. Good gosh. They were <laughs> just four in the morning, the cannon's going off. <laughs> just entire angry Edinburgh. Um, no, it's just because they go off at about 12 uh, some days, and it really scares all the tourists, which I think is quite funny. This is true. So, yes, my answer is Mons Meg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello, my name is Matt, and my favourite thing made of iron is Iron Maiden. My, one of Ooh. my favourite bands. Ah. Fair, fair. Fucking, fucking love Iron Maiden. Big, big fan. Do you think? Do you think they've ever tried? Like somebody's ever tried to make them an iron guitar? I yes, I suspect <laughs> someone has tried. They might have succeeded. Uh, que- question, question answered. I'll continue. <laughs> cool. Hi, my name's Jacob, and the best thing that I've seen made of iron was a replica helmet, which it may have been steel, but steel's based on iron it's mostly iron <laughs> at 97 percent iron but this helmet it was a i was in oxford in the days before university with a bunch of my fellow students and some other assorted classics nerds and after the talk we got to come to the front and try out a bunch of the gear uh, wearing it and putting it on and taking it off and i was just happily chatting away and i turned around just as a lass called helen took this helmet off in full like aowin glorious sweep you know cascade of auburn hair and i've never had like you get those moments in like cheesy romances or whatever when someone enters the room and it all goes slow motion and like romantic music plays i've never had that mo- that moment before or since huh. but that was that 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 was that happened here and it was because of that iron helmet wow. that's my answer well fair without further ado let's get to it let's get vikening whoa We have a lads only special. Hello. Because everyone else made themselves scarce or has abandoned ship for the week. They are having a lovely holiday and mm. Lukey is tracking down bears somewhere. Yes. Try and prove me wrong. <laughs> I'll buy it. We've decided to honour that Ursine pursuit 
by playing a game of Ironsworn, which is a yes, a game of perilous quests by Sean Tompkin. Had my eye I've I've been angling to do this ever since we started the podcast, but it has uh, it's designed for solo play primarily, and then with group play or guided play as an option. So it yeah, doesn't so like really work for six players. Mm. Yes, it's a it's a bit much. So since there we're at half strength today, this seemed like the perfect time. Also, it's the kind of thing which is designed to be played like with with little to no prior planning, just kind of exploring the story and the world, and let the dice fall as they may, which is good because I've done exactly zero prep. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I mean, I watched an episode of Vikings about a week ago. That's yeah. like the, the extent of my prep. <laughs> but I do love Vikings, so this is good. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, so this uh, the base premise of the game is that we are members of a culture which calls itself the Ironlanders. We live in the Ironlands, and uh, we ours is a refugee civilization. It came here 50 or 60 years ago, fleeing from the old world, which is now you know, lost to us. And this is a harsh land with sort of limited communities and there's an aura of mystery and peril to it beyond just the harsh landscape. We're, we're basically in a, like a, a hyper-real fantasized version of Greenland. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I was talking to Peter before we started recording, and yeah, like, like it reminds me a lot of like the Vinland sagas mm. and like kind of Viking legends about going to Greenland in America, which is really cool. Mm. Yeah, the Sean Tompkin, the writer, is at pains to say that like he considers the Ironlands to be diverse with no particular cultural hang-ups. That said, the suggested names in the some of the random generation tables do suggest a Viking. <laughs> You can be like, you can be uh, any gender or any creed of your choice, so long as you have a battle axe, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Basically. Basically. There are two genders, hack and slash. <laughs> okay. So I say that I didn't do any prep. This is a lie, because at the beginning of every game, you're supposed to fill out a kind of worksheet called Your Truths which allows you to calibrate the world, your expectations. There are 12 questions which cover things like what drove us out of the old world, why is the Ironlands called the Ironlands, you know, various things like magic and community and religion and all this. Oh yeah, there is is a little bit of magic going on. There are yeah, a little bit of cheeky bit, bit of magic, magic yeah. yeah, cheeky bit of magic. Um, can you guys? Yeah, I'm gonna send a link which uh, is the same one that you filled out the form in. But I left. I think I left responses open, so you should be able to see how we all responded. Oh, so yeah, I did fill it in, but I have not. Yeah, seen... we did. We actually did on, all link... fill it in, which I'll be honest, I was completely expecting. But um, oh, it filled it uh... in. <laughs> uh, so if I just go through our responses, yes, we were unanimous on exactly one topic. Wonderful. Oh, good. Which is the nature of the Ironlands themselves. So we've all agreed that inscrutable metal pillars are found throughout the land. Yes, because that was such yeah, a cool idea. Exactly. Like, I, I love an inscrutable pillar. That was my nickname at high yeah, school. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, inscrutable pillars, metal pillars are scattered throughout the land, right? Which are like unmarkable. We can't. There, it's a metal unlike any others. And there are there is a group called the Iron Priests who worship them, but everyone else stays clear. Nice. That's, that's what we like to hear. Cool. The stuff that we were two to one on, 
as to what caused us to flee the old world. Two of us wanted it to be caused by a sickness that moved like a horrible wave, and people fled it and had to do some... People had to make some fairly, like, harsh decisions to get away, like, you know, quarantine ships and tossing sick people overboard and all horrible stuff like that. I this. think I was the one who didn't vote for that, but I'm happy to go with it. Yeah, yeah like... you went for... Uh, yeah, you therefore will have gone for the old world could no longer sustain us. I mean, a bit... They kind of bleed into each other, really. If yeah. you just add, there was a plague, to my answer, it's basically the same. Cool, yep. So, yeah, like, over-exploitation, causing a plague, and we all fled. And here we are. Mm. Yeah, it works for me. And that was generations ago, right, for clarity? Uh, about 50 or 60 years ago. So, those who... The people who can remember the old world are elderly or dead. Good. <laughs> I kind of think of this because I've been watching a lot about Star Galactic Eclipse recently. Mm-hmm. We're kind of in a, a new Caprica. Mm. I see that. Setup. Yeah. yeah. Kind of um, we're, we're in a, a civilization lifeboat, yeah. as it were. Yeah. Another one we were two to one on. Legacies. One of us wanted us to be the first humans to warp these lands. The other two of us said that other humans sailed here from the old world, but all that's left of them is a savage feral people we call the broken is their fate to become our own I th- so i think i was the one who voted against that I'm, I'm happy to go with the broken the only thing i'd be wary of is i wouldn't want it to turn into like native americans or savages yep, i think it's entirely in the execution and so long as we avoid that i'm totally cool with it yep so long as it's clear they're like they are us but yeah. they're kind of somehow yeah. magically or, or mystically changed they invaded beforehand and things did not go well for them we make them broken but not in a way that says like less than human or or bestial or just make them yeah, weird just, they're, they're not the locals they are they are us and something here has kind of made them wacko that's Broken fine let's go for that i like, like it. us but uncanny yeah which was exactly the same. reavers from firefly right uh, yeah like, uh, not, not even reavers from firefly I'm, th- I'm thinking much more like i can't think of a I can't think of a good reference point but we'll work it out when yeah we meet almost just like drifting game. spirits like, or something like that i trust yeah. you Nice. Two of us said that leadership is as varied as the people. So basically each unto its own. Some communities are kind of democratic, some are despotic, some are theocratic. One of us wanted numerous clan chiefs ruling over petty domains. I, I don't have a strong preference. Yeah. Go on. Uh, I quite like, just in general, my approach to civilization. I quite like the idea that refugees have not just have not just abandoned the old world physically. We've abandoned it culturally as well mm-hmm. which is why i quite like the the idea that it's over exploitation and like fighting over resources which drove us away yeah, so we've yeah. abandoned the notion of like centralized government i agree with mm. that i think there shouldn't be like it, it shouldn't be a neat and tidy house no in this yeah. kind of po- post-apocalypse <laughs> yeah no the, yeah. the 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 house is very much held together with uh, bits of string and we're all fighting over who gets to use the bed yeah everybody's shoving each other over the bed <laughs> It's probably uh, difficult because yes. it's a... <laughs> just everyone shoving <laughs> each other. Is basically what's the state of the world today, lads? Oh, everyone's shoving each other. <laughs> it's a very, it's a very shovey society. It's... Yeah, yeah, I agree. Sort of a disciplined anarchy. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's not quite anarchy, but only because there's not really enough people and resources. Mm, yeah, to be like, it's there's a just about enough kind of. Yeah, we also tended we also tended low on there. the matter of defense. One of us wanted uh, here in the island supplies to be too precious, so people just kind of grab whatever old sword or pitchfork or whatever yeah. they have to hand when they need to defend their village. Two of us wanted an organization called the Wardens, who are soldiers, guards, and militia who serve their communities. 
and then there are also like free wardens who are wandering mercenaries once again i think it was me who voted different and the only reason i did is i just didn't want it kind of riffing what we were just saying. i didn't want it to come across as too organized mm-hmm. i didn't like the idea of like oh we're we're wild but we have a police yeah. force uh, so, I mean, so long I... as the wardens are like few and far between and like yeah, yeah. there's a lot of all there's a lot for them to it's, do when they're a bit overstretched like warden is just a fine. name that's patched to whatever bit of clothing they can <laughs> yeah and I'm, I'm happy with them being an organization i think that's quite cool yeah. i just mean like, like thoroughly as long as it's not like all is safe where the wardens yeah, yeah, walk yeah, 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 yeah. as long as it's not as like yeah, yeah. that that's fine i i, I agree that seems far too i agree simple. with that as well and to go on the sort of anarchy bit i do remember someone's description of like from the end of the roman empire until Sometime in, I think it, I think they said it was like the 1700s. Most of society was under institutionalized anarchy. What before you have like formal police yeah. forces? Well, and less, stuff. yeah, That's formal, really poli- cool. yeah, sort of formal police forces, and and the, like the fact that kings could be just like, I'm going to elect a horse. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Yeah. Well, let's go for some yeah, of yeah. that, but also let's have the wardens because they are yeah, cool. Yeah, and free wa- and free warden is just a perfect free wardens character concept oh, right there. Free warden. I thought I, you said I, three yeah, warden. I one of us will probably be playing a free warden. Yeah, no, mm. exactly, exactly three in number. No more, no less. <laughs> no more. And we are those three. Exactly. Uh, uh, Tom, Dick, and Harry. Yeah. <laughs> go to religion. Two of us wanted a few iron. La- uh, sorry, one of us wanted people to honor old gods and new in the harsh land prayer being a simple but powerful comfort hello and two of us wanted a few <laughs> ironlanders making signs of uh signs or mumbling prayers but most believe the gods long ago abandoned us uh, yeah uh, i'll go along with that tying into the decentralized notion i quite like the idea that this is a maltheistic culture rather than an atheistic one. Ooh, so we're almost like we believe in gods but they're, they're bad, bastards kind of mm, yeah. yeah i like that. Uh, like, yeah, yeah 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 we believe the gods exist because no one else could have doomed us so thoroughly however fuck them because they thoroughly doomed us mm, i like that yeah didn't even leave us with a rag and a rock which also <laughs> makes the iron priests then worshiping the pillars more interesting because it's like there's yeah, like that's almost a, like a, a new faith. faith yeah it's like so yeah, people... yeah and it's like we we reject your wisdom in, t- in favor of new wisdom exactly <laughs> like... the firstborn then which is like elves and giants and civilized magical races two of us thought that the firstborn should have passed into legend long ago there may be remnants still in deep forests or high mountains but most believe they were never more than myth and then one went completely in the opposite direction which i found quite interesting firstborn holding mm. sway hold sway in the iron lands the elves of the deep forest and the giants of the hills tolerate and trade with us for now but there's very much a sense that we could be waiting out our welcome so i i voted for their myths and legends because i was thinking kind of like assuming at some point we might meet them and it'll be the wow you're real moment but i'm totally not against them like us being kind of foreigners in this land and this is the land of another culture that Mm. are kind of letting us be here at their mercy i'm also into that my only downside would be if they are like a super powerful group they have to be i think disinterested Mm. in our Mm. neck of the woods otherwise they will be the ones doing municipal stuff yeah and i like this kind of slightly kind of shipwrecked culture vibe I do like the idea of like they they they're off somewhere else doing their own thing. If you straight to their territory, they'll pop up and go, "Excuse me, lads, what's what's going on here?" So it's like we'll say they'll hold sway in some mm. distant part of the Ironlands, maybe. Maybe if you wanted to do like a slight amendment to it, I think the only bit that that I wasn't sure about with that was that they trade with us regularly. I love the idea mm. that they they fully exist and we're aware of them, but they've almost like got an embargo on us they're like right you can have the land but don't fucking come near us we don't want your culture with us yes so they're kind of if you do see one of them wandering around in our Mm. place it's unusual we're aware they're real we're aware they're way more powerful than us 
but they do not we, seem we've to got want our own stuff to, to deal with. with we don't need to yep. go knocking on an elf's door and going oh hello what how powerful really are you that's that's yeah. not a time this is not a time for science <laughs> so we've all seemed to agree to cleave right to the middle which is the firstborn live in yeah, isolation in a fiercely yep. protective of their own land. There you go. I love it. Compromise. World building. Yeah. If like, I mean, I, I've no idea if this is the direction the story will go in, but like, I'm all, I, I'm totally not yeah. against them being like elves and pixies and what have you. But like the way you phrased it a minute ago, something did spark in my mind when you said like, oh yeah, the, oh. the giants. Is this like, is this mm. the land of giants literally? But giants are not big solitary trolls. They're like, perhaps they're a civilization mm. and we are but puny scum to them. Yeah, mm. yeah, giants. Just throwing that out there yep. could be an interesting yes. twist uh, on the legend. Or, or, or even if you go, want to go yep. for the, some of the stranger bits of sort of like, what is it? Eastern or, yeah. European myth, you can get one of my favorite named creatures, the Ufei. The Ufei, <laughs> yeah. The Ufei. They're, they're, they're just gremlins, basically. They, they run around they run around stealing milk and breaking things. <laughs> that is very, yeah. very cool. Adds to the Chaos Goblin aura. Beasts and horrors. All of us tended, we had a 2 1 split again. We all tended towards the higher end of the spectrum. So on beasts, uh, which yeah, which is your, your monstrosities. Monstrous beasts stalk the wild areas of the Ironlands. That was the middle option. That was us voting two. And the third one was, well, that but more. So beasts dwell in like the reaches, the outlands, but they often range into settled lands to prey on cattle and even attack villages, which is not an everyday occurrence. But given how decentralized we all are, that would be just like kind of impossible to stand against. But they do happen. I think that was me again, just yeah. pushing the the chaos culture. Absolutely. Basically. Like we are we are struggling to get a grip in this land. I like the all. I'm worried that Jacob and I have gone for a very very similar aesthetic. Uh, yeah, I, I, almost like you share jeans. Like... <laughs> oh, he does. He doesn't wear my jeans. I wear chinos. Hey. Um... <laughs> I feel like that's fairly na- that's a fairly natural blend, honestly. Like monsters are an attested to hmm. but rare occurrence. It's really bad when one turns up, but luckily it's not like every second Tuesday. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not it's, yeah, it's constant yeah. dialogue. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's Smaug just... is not going on his daily flyby. It's like, yeah, no, it's just a a regular risk that they have mm. taken steps to be aware of. Like it's like the same the same risk of like I don't know about as frequent as the risk of flooding mm. in the UK. Yeah, it's like it's it's a disaster when it happens, and yeah. maybe we should be more prepared. But it's something that we're we can expect to happen at some point. And perhaps the wardens are just as apt mm. at taking down these large weirdo creatures yeah, as they I are think, yeah, at dealing that's with sort bandits of, and brigands. Yeah, the, the wardens have two departments: big and small problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then there was horrors, which is your more supernatural monsters. So two of us voted for: we're wary of dark forests and deep waterways. In the depths of the long night, only fools venture beyond their homes. So the idea that, yeah, just horrors kind of live in the shadows in the places where it's not easy for people to reach. And one of us wanted, one of us voted for full-on World War Z, the dead do not rest in the Ironlands. At night we light torches and post centuries. It's not enough. They are coming. So my thinking behind that is it kind of <laughs> overlaps. Oh, I wonder with... who I wonder who that was. <laughs> when, like, my, my, I just think it overlaps a bit with uh, what mm. we call the broken people that we speak yes, about. Yes, like, exactly. What I thought as well. It's kind of like I've, there's almost a bit too much in the pie, and I think like the dead returning to life is a beautiful image, but it's almost. It's one thing too many, whereas having folk who were here before us who mm. have now gone a bit wacko, mm. that's kind of the yes. same thing, but almost more interesting. So I'd probably have one or the other. We could almost blend the two and have an I Am Legend kind of situation. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah, like they these broken people function a bit like like mm. the dead mm. walking, perhaps. Dead. But we are, yeah. we're aware they're not the end times and zombies, but they, they certainly have vibes yeah. of it and they're just as terrifying. Yeah. 
Cool. So they're those who came before. Yes. The image I have for the Broken is almost like the Titans from Attack on Titan, but less aggressive. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's like, weirdly just what yeah, I weird, Not that specific reference, but... Um, yeah, I totally, mm. totally agree with you. Maybe they, they wander in groups or, yeah. or something. They sort like, of lumber. It's that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, they go okay. on... Oh, I mean, for proper nouns, they go on broken pr- pilgrimages. Broken pilgrimages. Mm. Broken trails. And it's like, yeah. may- maybe they have a purpose. Maybe they're wandering yeah. around randomly. Depends on who you ask. Maybe the Iron Priests think it has something to do with the Iron Pillars. Nobody knows, exactly. but there's a lot of theories going like, there's around. A gen- like, there's a general sense that the Broken and the Pillars are related. But, um, there, but were, there were two just a questions theory. on which we were completely evenly split in our responses. Ha! And this that was communities and mysticism. So I feel like we've answered the communities question first. So we had one yep. answer for each one, which was we are few in number and we rarely have contact with anyone outside our own steading. Two is we live in communities called circles. So that will be a village is known as a circle, whatever size it is. And some particularly big circles may comprise several villages, but they have, that's about as, parish effectively is about as high mm. as the organization ever gets. And then one of us wanted, we forged the Ironlands into a home, uh, so there's well-trod roads in like the central territory and consistent trade and barter. Yeah, I think yeah, I so voted we were for completely that evenly split. It feels like we've kind of, we're, it feels to me like we're kind of talking about the same sort of thing. We're just arguing over yeah. the basics. So like, I, I think I voted for, yeah. yeah, I think I, for example, I think I voted for we rarely have contact with outside f- civilization. Mm. So the furthest down that end, but I would not be against like well-trodden roads in certain areas. Elements of all three sure, work sure. so long as it's just yeah. like, cool, cool. basically what we've already described. I like the idea of, I resisted the uh, really close in option because i don't like the idea of having to do the we swear we're not dangerous for every village we come to that's very true but i like the idea that it's mostly like limited to most people's worlds don't stretch beyond like the next village over yeah it's like yeah wardens perhaps can go further exactly but in general most people are kind of stuck in their villages speaking of which one thought i did have we're going for this really decentralized society it makes sense that a lot of for there still to be a common culture, it makes sense that there's actually quite a large, like, itinerant mm. travelling population relative to the one that yeah, stays Yeah, I feel there probably, there would be traders, a trading yeah. class that move around. Yeah, traders. Like, I'm, I'm thinking almost like the, how the Druids in pre-Roman Gaul and Britain provided this kind of connecting tissue for the culture. Yeah. Uh, as repositories of knowledge. you probably got some bards knocking exactly, around and people like scouts. that as well. Um, yeah exactly there's just one more thing we have to talk about and that is magic again yes we were completely split there were three options and <laughs> we picked one of each <laughs> they're basically being like people do rituals but there's no real direct evidence of actual magic one being magic is rare and dangerous and those who can invoke power but like big magic is lost to us and the other one is magic courses through the land as the river flows through the hills and like even common folk might know a helpful ritual or two. Given that Peter, spoilers, has basically chosen <laughs> a pure mage for his character. I'm sorry. What? I feel like that locks out the first option. So it's basically Fair. how yep. special do you want I... to be, Peter? I... Do you have a unique talent or are you just very good at this thing? I would say rare, certainly, but not like super... But not unique. No, it's... I would say I don't know. I don't. I, it's like you've got the equivalent of like a magic PhD. No, I've got a grade four oboe. Not many people have it, but those who do do at least have a grade four oboe. 
I don't. I'm not entirely sure where that metaphor went. But, you know, we're <laughs> I understand what you mean. So we got. Yeah, I got you. Uh, again, a bit like monsters. So magic is rare but attested. Yeah, cool. That's it. That's it as far as the world goes. We should talk character. But uh, with a very, very, very swift diversion because it would help for us to get a sense of geography because the Ironlands has a dedicated Arr. map. It's a whole bunch of regions which extend from all varying... It's, it's, it's very Skyrim. It's various degrees of bleak, vaguely Nordic land. So we've got bleak islands. We have rugged coast. We have ancient forest, cold bogs, the havens, which is the safe zone in the middle. Then heading north, there are bands of territory which get progressively more and more uh what's carnivorous more and more nasty yeah more, more, that all those yeah so dense forests going to rugged hills and low mountains up to massive peaks to the great waste beyond and we don't have to hammer this down now but it's a question of where we want our characters to be start where our story to be starting i'll make a bold decision uh, i quite like the flooded lands i like the idea of just a big boggy area mm-hmm. there aren't many aren't huge settlements about moving around on canoes that kind of stuff yeah i i'm i'm with you there i think let's do the flooded lands Let's talk character. Do, do we want uh, Matt? Do you want to come? Like, if you've had any thoughts about character, you could start with that. Or yeah, I've had some loose. So I mean, so Peter, you're playing a mage, right? Before we kind of yeah, I was about to say, Peter, do you so want to introduce yours? And we can I have to also it? ask a rules type question. Yes. Before we start, we're taking three mm-hmm. assets. Well, so we take three assets. Are you allowing us mm-hmm. to level up one of them? I think I we discussed this beforehand, and I said yes because in your case. Then I can it actually have magic, <laughs> right? A magic attack. A magic um, attack. Yes. Because <laughs> yes. so, uh, which means I'm going to change out something. 
So on character sheets for I am I am the character sheet man. When you get PDFs, most of them aren't form fillable. However, a very nice man on Reddit who goes by Eric Bright two thousand and two has made a form fillable one in the R slash Iron Sworn subreddit. It is amazing. Eric Bright, I you are my hero. So I've gone with I've just gone with the name Jolf Kayan. Fantastic. Who uh, is a uh, primarily a light bearer. So what they're able to do is take a small bit of... Well, this is not a class, it's one of their assets. One of their assets is they are a light bearer. So using a ritual, they take a little bit of light and then they can light up the wastes around them. I imagine they are... They have been trained in this... Uh, by their brother Craig Ian. Uh, that is one of their bond. Uh, one of their bonds is they. I haven't solidified all the bonds because I feel like we can make them in character. But there's uh, yeah, yeah. by his brother Craig Ian, who helped him with this sort of aspect of creating uh, lights. He's uh, quite sort of a, sto- uh, a short, a short, stocky man in rough leather armor who is able to throw light around and is also sighted. So. He's essentially a mystic monster hunter. However, he uses so he uses very much the mystic arts to sort of like give them a taste of their own medicine. So he's going up against more sort of bringing light to dark places kind of deal. Very much. I yes, I have had one of the cool one of his bonds is to bring the uh, is to bring the light. Uh, sorry, what can you remind me of a name again, please? I have gone with Jolf Kern. Jolf Kern. Jolf or Yolf? I think we'll go with Yolf, because I think I think that's more fun to s- Yolfken. Yolf. Yolfken. Yolf. It's tradition to go Yolf. Yeah, Yolfken. So my only thing, like, to call, I love particularly your angle of like you're kind of like mm. a mystic monster hunter sort of angle. I quite like that. I wonder if I could play just because it's against type. Maybe oh. I'll go for like the tank. I'll be Fantastic. like. Fantastic. A like a big tough mm. bruiser of some kind, not necessarily an idiot. Mm-hmm. Or a berserker, but like somebody whose strengths are in their yeah, physical. Yeah, like absolutely, that works. That works. Really I don't nicely. know what you guys. Um, fi- I I would be interested cool. in being a warden, a free Ooh, warden, that's cool. or a, or an ex warden, cool, or something cool. like that. Yep, nope, that works. Yeah, like to tie that in nicely. I was gonna say I'll be an iron priest, but when you was like saying, "Oh, I'm kind of the mystic one," I was like, "Oh, actually, I don't want <laughs> two guys chatting philosophy for like half the <laughs> oh, game." No. So I'll be, I'll be a uh, a warden, and I will muse on that while I start assigning my skill numbers. Fantastic. In which case, since we've got a wandering hunter and a warden, I'll be a local. Oh, nice. And that said, I like the idea that I'll be the darting quick one. Nice. So, is there? Oh, is there an asset for like having a canoe? There is. Or like being a. No, there's oh, like a wayfinder. Like there is. Uh, yes. Yeah. Is, there is like a yeah waterborne and wayfinder are are two. I'm I'm quickly s- switching one out. If we can agree ahead of time that fens and 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 swamps and stuff yep, counts yep, I, as an aquatic environment, it's, it's, then it I'll damp. take waterborne. It damp. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it damp. It's damp. Yeah, it's soggy. If you put boot uh, in it. Keep going. <laughs> uh, okay. So first asset is is waterborne. Cool. Um, and also, like partially for me and partially for the listeners at home. Uh, if I'm picking three assets, does it matter if like two of them are from the same thing? So, for example, two companions. I can find no, no rule to say no any cool. restrictions. I mean, it's, like, it just use use your common sense. So, yeah, I mean, since we're going to be sure. going through waterways, having a 
having a mammoth and or a young wyvern companion is going to like go against the mm. seems a little story, silly I yeah i agree yes much as i would um, love a mammoth personally i don't well, think it's well, right for yeah my i i was i love the idea of just being of just being like and i and and i am a viking hunter and this is my mammoth clive and just that that made me laugh Right, I've I've got my three assets. I know. So for the listener at home, I have decided to take sighted, scry, and light bearer. Oh, nice! Sighted, Yulfkarin stares into the fires to find the horrors that have originally come across the Ironlands, and then he throws the fire at them. <laughs> <laughs> also, like quick uh, character question mm. uh, yes. to both of you guys. Like, what sort of, like, how are you guys feeling personality-wise in terms of, like, like what are your drives? So, basically, I'm kind of toying very much between two different archetypes mm. with personality. I'm thinking either my character... So, I've given him, like, his second biggest skill is wits, right? After his, like, martial skill. So, I'm thinking he's either, like, an oathbreaker. He's, like, somebody who was a warden or was a bannerman of some kind, but is but is now, like, grizzled and dark, and he's kind of thrown in with you guys for the coin and he's like yeah you pay mm. me to kill things i'll kill things but like mm-hmm. i'm cunning and i'm a backstabber and i'm a trickster as well as a warrior or he could be like the philosophical warden he's like yes i am a man mm-hmm. of martial prowess but also i i read and i do poetry i haven't really decided which one to go for i like the smart warrior idea i'm just not sure which one i like the smart warrior um and the unabound one since iron sworn is about honor in a in a rough world true i quite like I yeah, so I am a an incorruptible warden, almost like a paladin type. Yeah, like, yeah, who, who enjoys music and poetry, and is not a warlike man, but happens to be very very good as a warrior. Yeah. Oh yes. Aragorn. I yeah, pretty much. I'm torn between being a uh, an outcast, like the weird one who who the walks the wilds and you, no one else uh, walks. Have you seen Vikings at all? Yes, I have, and I uh, well a little bit, but I know who you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know that guy, basically. Yeah. yeah. The yeah, the one, the the one who always has a trick up his sleeve, but is a bit little kind of sly, fun. a little tricksy. Or I could be the kind of <laughs> basically, basically Hank from Our Hero Neighbors. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, like um, your name's like Hank Fell or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a, like a dead, like just just the one who's made a life out of not taming but living with the wilderness. Yes, I I think Yulf is well. He, well, he he's not a show off. Certainly, he's very much a well. I need to go and get this done. I think he is sort of. This is what he's good at. He'd rather be doing something else. He'd rather be a warrior poet. But no, you can fire light at people. <laughs> I feel like perhaps that's why you and I are friends. Maybe we're kind of yeah. I think I think we do work shit. together in some capacity. We, yeah, maybe, mm. maybe we're like we're long term companions. So like you were saying, I'd love to be a warrior poet. That I've gone Ooh. for story weaver is one of my uh, fantastic. Yeah, battle which means bard, I get battle. How, bard, yeah, is like bard. kind of every time he tells an inspiring story. How he gets about a bonus. because we're going Viking saga master saga master? I like that. That is or 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 saga or or saga weaver. That best of both worlds. Saga Weaver. Yes. I'm really torn because I've already got a I've already got an asset that deals with so I've got waterborne and herbalist. So I've got one for exploring, one for like uh, healing and extra knowledge. I wanna take a I think I wanna take a, a combat talent and I'm torn between the obvious one, because I'm the scout, is archer. Yeah, makes sense. And it also means 
And yes. it also leans you to be more cunning and conniverous. Yeah, but then there's also... That's the obvious one. So naturally, I'm leaning against it. I quite like Slinger, actually, because that turns yep. Slings into a deadly weapon. Lobbing hard bits of dirt at people from the swamp. Actually, Slings are going to be kind of a... Uh, a stones <laughs> are going to be a precious commodity out in the swamp. So actually, yes, I will go with... Archer. Yeah, I'll mm. go for Archer. There's nothing wrong with playing into a stereotype. That's nice, because I think I'm going to go for Thunderbringer. I wield a hammer. Yes! Oh, nice! <laughs> I have dropped one of my assets to get a level in Lightbearer, so I can deal damage with it. Sick. I think I think I'm gonna go. Ve- I'm gonna leave the magic to you. Yeah. And I'm gonna go for veteran. And my name shall be. Hmm. It's an odd name. <laughs> yes, yeah, so uh, I'm thinking. Um... Yeah. <laughs> Come back to me far, in a sec. Far, <laughs> he was. Born. What shall this child's name be? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, assigning stats, you have five stats, which are Edge, Heart, Iron, yep. Shadow, and Wits. And you assign one, three, two twos, and two ones. Create up to three bonds to re- represent your connections to home, friends, family, and other loyalties. Okay. Uh, my big idea for this would we, is that we would share at least one bond. Each character would have at least one oh, bond in common with another. Righto. That's a good idea. We hunt monsters. <laughs> Sorry, we hunt monsters. <laughs> we hunt monsters, radio. And all the monsters. I suppose a bond could be an event if it's like a traumatic event that you've both been through together. I did write down. Yeah, I wrote down the thirty-handed Ufe. <laughs> I but I that but I was quite tired at the time. <laughs> the thirty-handed we... Ufe. What when we slayed him? I, yeah. I remember that day. Glorious. It was a glorious day. Yeah. I've written a oh, poem about it. I wish I could write a poem about that, but I don't got letters. Well, it's not actually finished. I've been composing it over the last ten years. Like I'll let you know when it's finished. There is a website called Chartopia, which uh, into which someone has put a whole bunch of oracles, which are random uh, inspiration generators included at like the end of the book. But they've just turned them. They've just digitized. So rather Ooh. than rolling and looking up, I can just press the roll button and get a bunch of results. Um, so I'm using that for a lot of this. Whatever mm. village we're going to be starting in, I am torn between the names of Free Rivers, Essus, and Regira's Lament. Uh, let's go with Essus. I like that. Oof. Essus. Mm. Essus is easy yep. to say. Yeah, yeah. So Essus. Uh, my village. It's where I've lived all my life, so that is one bond. How do we write our bonds in? Um, I think they just have to be noted manually. So, and the bonds, so if you do something that, so you can gain experience in your bonds, and when you complete it, you, well, I think when you complete it, you win. Yeah. Um, Bonds are your um, happily ever after meter. So bonds go into fill a progress track. And it's unanimous. They don't have separate tracks. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. Uh, So my character is called Bas Bas Otakin Yeldskin. Bas Otakin Yeldskin. They are a they. Yeah, they are um, a wayfinder. Uh, They are famous in their village of Essos for being like the most in tune with their surroundings as far as the far as the swamps go. They're able to find their way where others get lost. They're useful, but not the most personable person. They're given to speaking just a bit too loudly or a bit mm. too quietly, but great shot with a bow and can read the wind and waters like a second language. They are bonded to Essos, their village, because it's where they've lived all their lives. Also, their brother, who is Vigo Yeltsin, 
<laughs> who is a nice. an artisan of some po- some kind that I haven't pinned down exactly what. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, uh, third member of the team, I think I've finally, you know me, I spend mm-hmm. ages on names. I think I've finally settled on the name Erkan Mukval. Oh, ah. fantastic. Um, so Mukval means dark whale. So he is a a large, tall, sensitive and thoughtful warrior. And his, got, his reputation in his younger days was that he slew, he fought in single combat and slew a, um, a kind of a lone killer whale, an aggressive All very nice. that had got like, either been like, been possessed by a demon or had rabies, depends on how you want to read it. But it was this, basically this one lone killer whale was terrorizing the village and he went out and killed it. And, um, and as a consequence, he's done in like his armor's black and white, and he's got some of the teeth from this giant killer whale um, strapped to his gigantic warhammer that he used to cleave its skull in on a beach. But he's a thoughtful man, yeah, and he's been traveling around with you guys for a mm. while. But uh, yeah, okay. Erkin, you can Erkin. call him Erkin Murkvall. Lovely to meet you, Erkin. <laughs> Erk- Erkin and Yolf are um, you. You two have traveled for a while, yeah, together, I agree. but you've come to you have come across Essus. Which has a an issue we shall get to in a moment. I think we're almost done with character creation. So characters have a background vow, which is like their long term personal quest, and then there's a there'll be an immediate problem, which will be probably the focus of this story, this quest. Mm-hmm. Um, so right. background vow will largely be that's going to be like <laughs> filler's the wrong word, but that's mostly going to be sizzle for the purposes of this session, because it's probably not something right. that's going to be referenced directly or dealt with directly. I got you. And that's for individuals, that's, right? that's for not individuals. like the party's yeah, quest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it can be shared. Necessarily. It can be shared, but uh, these, yeah, no, these are individual by default. And like, again, don't have to think about that now, but that is a thing that is there. Um, the inciting incident is there happens to be an oracle which is labelled Settlement Trouble. Hmm. So... Good. <laughs> that feels like a good place to start. Like, I don't know whether you guys have arrived here to solve this problem, or you just happen to be in the area when someone goes, when, you know, Lassie comes up and starts barking. What's that, Lassie? It's the Rocky 100. <laughs> <They're> mysterious <laughs> yeah. murders. I mean, I feel like we're not going to we're not going to know until we've rolled the D100, right? And then we can kind of backwards engineer yeah. whether we knew about yeah. this problem already or what have you. Um, I've done a very me thing and I've rolled it three <laughs> times. Of course, you. Yeah. That's fine. That is, it's better to yeah. pick. We've I got like um, a choice of mysterious murders, betrayed from within, or wrathful haunt. I'm going towards a wrathful haunt. Mm. <laughs> I like wrathful haunt as well. <gasps> yeah. Okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> I didn't say it would be a difficult I, you know, choice. <laughs> I uh, I'll always go for mysterious murders, but is that yeah, what I want to do with this character? Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, like, and th- th- there's also can we? I am interested in just trying to bareface a mysterious murder when none of the clues exist until they until the mm. dice hit the table. But I don't think for this session. Yeah, let, maybe let's <laughs> save that for another time. A wrathful haunt is plaguing the village of Nessus. And perhaps we have just arrived on our travels and we, we hear of this and we're like, well, we are travelling heroes. It is our job to deal with these things. Exactly. Oh, thank, thank goodness the road ward- the free wardens have arrived. You'll think of what a poem this will make. The one warden, a man with a boat, and, and hello, me, I am here. <laughs>
So, the fellas have got their characters in a row, and their mystery awaits them. All that remains is for them to set forth into the unwelcoming world of the Ironlands. Be sure to watch out for part two next week. But until then, thank you for listening to Diacast. If you'd like to keep up to date with episodes and announcements, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Diacast, and on Instagram at DiacastPod, and subscribe to us on your favourite podcatcher. And hey, if you enjoyed listening to us, maybe consider giving us a rating or review, or sharing us with a friend. We'd really love that. You can also now support us on Patreon, and we would absolutely love it if you consider giving us just a few pounds a month. Go to patreon.com forward slash diacast to check out the tiers and rewards available. Diacast is Lukey Slynn, Matt George Lovett, Jacob War, Helen, Peter Wellman, and H. Folkmans. Our logo and banner art are by H. Folkmans. The Diacast theme and the Iron Swan theme are composed and performed by Matt George Lovett. This episode was edited by Lukey Slim. This week we were playing Iron Swarm by Sean Tompkin, a link to which can be found in the episode description. And at least for this week, that's how the die are cast.